Do you want to be in this marriage or not? I'm here, right? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Now try it again. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Do you want to be in this marriage or not, Rich? Absolutely. The Rich Eisen Show. Asked by local reporters about his now-deleted tweet about retirement, Robbie Anderson said he was just thinking out loud, but it was nothing too serious. The question, do you want to be a Panther? Answer, I'm here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. Still to come. Lakers head coach Darvin Ham. Plus, Bucks linebacker Levante David. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Yes, the U.S. Open round number two, uh, pardon me, round number one going down today. Um, it's game six tonight of the NBA Finals, all going down in the beautiful Boston area. Brookline Mass for the United States Open. TD Garden for the game six of the NBA Finals. Darvin Ham, the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, is going to join us here on this program. Chris Brockman and uh, Jay Felly hey, hey. are in their spots. Hey, Mike Del Tufo, we're sending our best as he gets better. Good to see you over there, TJ Jefferson. Hey, it's good to be seen. Darvin Ham's going to join us in about 20 minutes' time, the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. We, we, we have a crack research staff, and what that is, uh, the Rich Eisen Show crack <laughs> research staff is all of us collectively Googling. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> please. Um, and so we believe Darvin Ham is the first head coach in the history of the NBA to have broken a backboard shatter a back. in competition. Yeah. Shattered a backboard in competition. He did it with Texas Tech in the 1996 NCAA tournament against Carolina. It made the cover of made SI. the cover of Sports Illustrated, right? Amazing, and I, I, I believe, again, where we, there have been many other head coaches in the NBA who have played in the NBA or in college. And I, I don't, we don't believe, but let's just say there has been another one. How about somebody who stopped their career in the middle and had to go play in Spain for a year? How about that? He did that after being undrafted out of Texas Tech. I might add. Just in case there has been somebody who had to go to Europe to continue their NBA career, who went on to win, by the way, come back and win an NBA championship, which he did with Detroit, and Rasheed Wallace, who is reported to be one of his assistants on the Lakers staff. How about this one, though, on top of it? Let's just say there has been an NBA head coach who has had to do that in their playing career, go to Spain, come back, win a championship, and I've already broken a backboard in competition, smash, shattered the glass of a backboard in competition in the NCAA tournament. Let's just say somebody has done all that. We don't know who. How about Darvin Ham also took part in the slam dunk contest? The 1997 what? slam dunk contest won by rookie Kobe Bryant. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Do you know who also was in that slam dunk competition? I'm going to look now. I'll look at it. I got it up. Okay. Don't worry. All right. Um, Bob Sura, sweet, oh, sweet wow. Bobby Sura of, of the Cleveland former Florida Cavaliers. State Seminole. That's right. That's Chris right. Carr of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Chris Carr. And just when you think, okay, even though you already heard Kobe Bryant, like this is back in the day before he was a rookie. You know, right? He also Michael Finley was in the oh, slam dunk nice. contest. This one jumped off the screen at me. Like, jumped off the... I'm like, get out of here. Like, I want to make sure I was... Bobby Sora? No, dude. I wanted to make sure I was on the right page. Ray Allen. Really? I'm like, wait a minute. Did, that, did yeah. I pull up the three-point shooting contest by accident? That, yeah. I do remember him, like, doing a rock the cradle. Darvin Ham was in that slam dunk competition. Yeah, Darvin Ham had hops. 
And now he's the one in whose faith and trust the Lakers place the end game of their LeBron James stay and relationship. And Anthony Davis not picking up a basketball since April 5th. And Russell Westbrook needing to have his image and game rehabilitated in time for the three of them to gel together in the remaining window or windows of LeBron James's career. Unbelievable story. Wow. And, you know, the only cherry on top would have been if he was here in person and accepted our invitation to send our call screener, Adam Chudwin, in a car in full, you know, driving Miss Daisy gear, uh, including uh, 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 driver's gloves and hat um, in Jay Felly's Maserati, uh, Maserati just down the street. And just in case Darwin was concerned, literally, you make a left out of the facility yep. and then another left. One more left. It's just like one. You could kind of go around a very long block and then hang a right, and you're in our studio's garage. That's 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 it. That's where we are from the Lakers facility. But, uh, he'll be on the phone. Very Los Angeles thing. We're calling each other, even though we're a two minute walk from each other. This is maybe the lowest Los Angeles thing ever. That's how it goes. So he's joining us in about ten minutes' time. Hey everybody, what's up with the? Carolina Panthers quarterback situation, you may ask. Why are you asking that? Well, two reasons. One, Baker Mayfield is just itching. He is itching. I mean, wherever he is right now, he has got to be climbing the walls. I wonder what he is doing. Just, uh, what he's doing is climbing the walls. I'm sure he's doing something where he's having a good time. He's I'm sure he's got a great life, you know, seems to have a great relationship with his uh, spouse, wife, love, in, intended love, all of it. Incredibly talented uh, player with no idea what his future holds, and it's got to drive him absolutely up a wall. And I don't blame him. If I felt if this, and it's not, it just doesn't end. It doesn't end. It keeps going, and then gets worse because the guy who the Browns gave all the guaranteed money to has a, soon twenty six civil lawsuits, and he can't. Deshaun Watson give a straight answer to anything that should have a straight answer. 66 different masseuses? <laughs> Come on. Well, I got to check with my lawyer about that. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> what? It doesn't sound right. What are you talking about? That's just uh, scratching that surface. $230 million guaranteed dollars given to that guy. He's got to be climbing the walls. And one of the spots is Carolina. Would be. Apparently... They're Working interested it, yeah. in him, but but still, they drafted that kid, Matt Corral. He's not ready. That was the whole idea is that he won't be ready. Right. So he can sit there and mature and marinate and get better while somebody else plays quarterback. And that person, Sam Darnold. I mean, they, they acquired him last year. Seen ghosts. <laughs> well, he might if <laughs> Baker Mayfield comes in that direction. And so <laughs> at minicamp today, Matt Rule was asked about who is his quarterback. Roll tape. I thought that Sam's gotten a lot better. He's really, really improving in the offense. And um, if we play today, uh, uh, Sam would be our quarterback. At any position, if we can make a significant improvement, we absolutely should. But uh, we can also make a lot of improvements by our guys, you know, playing better this year than they have in the past. And uh, I like where he's headed. Well, good news for Sam is um, he didn't say right now. 
He yeah, said a few, he had a game today, which is a different version of the dreaded right now. Right now, he's our quarterback. Would have been a kiss right of now, death, though. Well, that, that is a kiss of death. If we had a game today, he's our quarterback. Not like, yeah, he's our quarterback. We love Sam. He could say, and Sam's getting better. Oh, my word. That sounds like a wide-open situation. Any position you can upgrade. That absolutely is the case. Yeah. In the NFL, every position that can be upgraded can totally be upgraded. Of course, that's the way it all works in the NFL. Chris, yes, uh, I'm making you uh, your Todd Bowles. Congratulations, hey. you've got a new job. Fantastic, uh, being the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great gig. Uh, do you think you need an upgrade at the quarterback position? Uh, you know, I'm looking to evaluate every position, but I, you know, I think we're pretty set at the quarterback position. TJ, congratulations. You are Mike McCarthy. Oh, hey. You're Mike McCarthy. Congratulations. Hey, You're nice. the head coach of your Dallas Cowboys. Worked my whole life uh, for this. Coach McCarthy, uh, do you need an upgrade at, are you looking to upgrade your quarterback position? Well, I got to be honest with you, Rich, we're really happy with Dak and his progress. And, uh, you, you watched know, all his snaps, right? Watched all of his snaps, watched go. all of his tape. Yes, we have. Jason Feller. Hey. hey. Jay Feller. You're the head coach of your Las Vegas Raiders. Do you need an upgrade at Derek Carr? You, you, you're looking for an upgrade at Derek Carr? Now with Devontae Adams, who's uh, played college ball with him, and they've been trying to play with each other for a very long time, and they're finally teammates. Are you looking for an upgrade at your quarterback position? No, we're not. We're very happy to get Derek and Devontae back together, and we're looking forward to the season. Thank you so hey. much. Do you have a crystal ball? I might as well go yeah, in this do, direction. Do you have a crystal ball? I do not. Okay. Can we get one? <laughs> I think you get my point. Hey, Rich, I'm going to make you Robert Sala, head coach of the New York Jets. All gas, no breaks, baby. Hey, uh, what do you think about your quarterback position? Do you want to upgrade there? Oh, we love where, by the way, this is, uh, I'm yeah, going very, deep. Very deep I'm doing my Robert Sala, Barry White voice. <laughs> Uh, we love where Zach is headed. We just think the world of him. That's why we traded all the, you know, that's why we got uh, all the uh, other players around him and why we chose him where we chose him. And after last year, we see he's playing quicker. He's getting more uh, familiar with our system and uh, all gas, no brakes, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Is that Robert Sala or Phil Jackson? I don't know. I was just trying to go deeper. Very, very rare. By the way, very rare somebody can out-deep me in a voice, but Robert Sala really can. My darling. By the way, Robert Sala, best coach in the history of the NFL who can also do your outgoing voicemail message. Yeah, it's impressive. I think you get my point. Do you get my point? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Yes. Oh, show. I understand. <laughs> oh, boy. Baker Mayfield is just like, I can upgrade. Let me upgrade, please. Let, let me, me upgrade. upgrade. Honestly, Baker Mayfield, speaking of upgrades, sounds like somebody who sees a full-ass plane <laughs> and you're sitting in row 35B. Okay. That's so where you're, you're sitting. And you're like, please upgrade. I've got your, please, please give me that upgrade. <laughs> you should have settled that for you gotten the plane. No, and, and, and I appreciate Coach being straight up honest. If we have a game today, it's Sam Darnold. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> We have a game today at Sam Donald. Well, did you hear Justin Fields? Of course, Fields he's quote? Sam Donald's your quarterback. Who else? Yeah, are they yeah, play? yeah, for sure. Who else are they going to play? <laughs> Who else are they going to start? Brockman loves that. Who else are they going to start in Carolina? <laughs> you know, I mean, I still it, don't think Sam's that bad. Sam Donald. I feel bad through the first three bad. games of last year was the most valuable player of the National Football League. 
As Remember that Carolina Panthers with three and zero. They go into Houston to improve to three and zero. Problem is, is Christian McCaffrey had his annual soft tissue injury uh, in that game. Uh, tradition unlike any other. Unfortunately, but hey, he's supposed to be healthy coming back. Robbie, by the way, how about that? <laughs> Your qu- I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> Your quarterback wide receiver combination. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not the best because DJ Moore is the best. We had him in fantasy last year. He is really terrific. Is he is a really good receiver in the NFL. So let's just say Robbie Anderson and, uh, and Sam Darnold. That, that was the connection for the Jets, man. That was a connection that beat the Cowboys that last time the Jets and the Cowboys played each other. <laughs> Sam Darnold, after the Cowboys didn't kick the field goal, they went for it on fourth down deep in the Jets I mean, end, didn't convert. Stuff, no, man. Pretty, it's Darnold to Robbie Anderson. They had that sixth sense, and last year, all Jets friends were saying, what are you getting rid of Sam for, for this kid from BYU I've never heard from, why I have to card just for the next five years to see if he's of drinking age. <laughs> By the way, I saw him drinking a beer last night at Yankee Stadium. Officially, he oh, is of drinking yeah. age. Oh, he is. So, uh, we're all wondering, like, what are we doing? We don't have any, the cupboard's bare. What are we doing here? He's 22. So, Robbie Anderson, yesterday, we went off the air talking about this, saying, you're not retired. You're going to be a Carolina Panther, huh? And he's like, I'm here, am I? Aren't I? Very aggressive. Right? Aren't I? I, You know, you want me to fog up a mirror for you? That's one of their top receiving threats. And the quarterback, says the coach, is the quarterback if there was a game today. And we can upgrade that position. All positions need upgrading. All positions need upgrading. Chris, you're Andy Reid. Congratulations. Oh, you want a cheeseburger. I'm hungry. You want a cheeseburger, and all you're right. going to get all that you want and like it. I can't wait. All right? You're the anti-Spalding. You are Andy Reid. All right? Hey, Andy. Hey, Rich. Um, all positions need upgrades, right? You're oh, looking for an upgrade at all positions, obviously. including the quarterback position, right? You know, I think uh, I think we're good with Patrick. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like him. And scene. <laughs> Let's take a break. So we're on time for Darvin Ham, the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. The backboard breaking. Yeah. Spain playing. NBA slam dunking. Competition head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. When we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on uh, the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Honestly, uh, one of the most Los Angeles things that I've known since moving here in 20 years is when you uh, have a phone conversation with somebody who is just a two-minute walk from your building. So that makes this the most Los Angeles conversation I may have had in the history of, of this program. Because uh, Jeannie Buss has been here, right? She has physically been here. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I had a phone call. In that chair. Well, well, I mean, I think this man's predecessor called him, but I, he might have been in the bubble, actually. Oh, you might be right. But joining us from just down the block here in El Segundo, California, uh, on the Rich Eyes and Show, I'm assuming that's where he is, uh, on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, we are pleased to have the new head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers here on the program, Darvin Ham. How you doing, Coach? I'm good, Rich. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Are you Are you down the, the street right now? Are you in the Lakers facility right now? Yes, I am. Okay. I'll just uh, maybe I'll just go to the window after this and wave. <laughs> like, just look for me, look for me waving. Um, congratulations on the gig. Congratulations on the gig. Uh, we truly appreciate that. You are welcome. We believe uh, our crack research staff, which is all of us googling together, we believe you might be the first head coach in the history of the NBA, NBA to have shattered a backboard in competition. Do you think you are, Darvin? That might be a fact. Right, that most certainly might be a fact. Who did you dunk on against in against North Carolina on that time, Darby? Oh, it was uh, it was actually off an offensive rebound. Okay, um, yeah, we had a, we had one of my old teammates, Jason Sasser, who actually was All American that year, and our, our leading scorer. He was in the post, and uh, Vince Carter was guarding me, and Antoine Jameson was guarding uh, Jason Sasser. He threw up a uh, – Vince left to go double-team. He threw up a, a rush jump hook, and there was nobody left to block me out. So it was just a straight runway to the basket. So you technically and, uh, dunked on Vince Carter. Let's call it what it is. You dunked on Vince. <laughs> right? Serge nah, Slicker's in the background, he wasn't, too. Once he saw what was going on, he was getting out of the way a little bit. And I still laugh. <laughs> All of those guys, we still laugh about that to this day. <laughs> I bet. Did you like uh, – what was it like on the court after you did that, Darvin? Pandemonium. I mean, we were in Richmond, Virginia, so the Carolina fans were like, we had a little small section of I bet. Red Raider fans in their little uh, red and black, but the rest of the building was all uh, light sea blue, and it was, uh, it was you just saw it, and, and to see their reaction, I mean, the shock and the horror on their faces, but also mes- mesmerized at the same time, but uh it, it was a beautiful moment. Uh, do you still have that SI cover? Is it in your office? Is it hanging in your office? Oh, uh, have- my man cave. 
<laughs> I, I bet it is. glass as well. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you that, still have pieces of the glass? That's what I was going to ask. Yes, indeed. Oh, that's awesome. That was going to be my question. Did you keep that? Why? What about the rim? What, yeah, do you have the – where's the rim? Do we know? No, I have no idea. Wow. Probably still in the Richmond Coliseum basement somewhere. <laughs> Send that to Vince. Awesome. Gre- greetings from El Segundo. I think Serge Zwicker's oh, still picking glass out of his head. Oh, my gosh. And and even if you there has been somebody else in the NBA head coaching community who's shattered a, a backboard, um, how about also being in a slam dunk competition won by rookie Kobe Bryant uh, back in 97? Oh, what was that? I what, know, man. What was that memory like for you? Darvin Ham. It was beautiful, man. You know, it was uh, obviously I feel like I got screwed, but you know that's neither here or there. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on a second. What do you mean? What do you mean you got screwed by the by by the? Well, I was the only I was the only guy in that contest that completed all three of his first dunks. All all, all completed all all three of my uh, first round dunks. Uh-huh. And, um, and and they were good dunks. I mean, you know, I think the only problem was I probably went a little too fast between my first and second dunk. Mm. Uh, but even still, I mean, this the, the hitter hear and see the crowd reaction to what I was doing out there in the inside with what it was known then as Gund Arena um, in Cleveland. It was uh, it was it was humbling, and I was, I just knew I was going to make it. If I'd have made it past that, they I'd have showed them some stuff that these kids are doing right now, but. You know, long story short, you know, it was a great experience. Got the, you know, we did a lot of press leading up to the actual event mm-hmm. and getting to know Kobe, the seventeen year old, eighteen year old Kobe. It was uh it was it was a, a treat. And and you can see like back then, you know, the the NBA was like older, older guys with families and had been in the league. Hell, my rookie year up in Denver, I played with Dale Ellis, Ricky Pierce, and those guys. So you had those type of guys still mm-hmm. around in the league. So to see this young, brash kid straight out of high school come through with all that swag, man, it was just I, – I was excited for him, man, because I, I can only imagine what he would be feeling. But, you know, he and I hit it off, and it was just a fun, fun weekend. And uh, he actually went away with the trophy. And it's funny, to fast forward several years later, mm-hmm. you know, I – my first assistant coaching job was with the Lakers, so mm-hmm. I got to coach him from 2011. Got to compete against him in a dunk contest, play against him throughout our years in the league, mm. and ultimately coach him from 2011 to 2013. And one of the first things I, I said to him as we walked in the gym around training camp time in 2011 was, "Man, you know, I, I said you need to admit that, bro. You know, I won that contest." <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine yeah, what his answer was. Classic Kobe fashion hit me with a great line. He said, uh, "Yeah, you probably did, but we'll just keep the trophy at my house." <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I'm assuming I'm assuming his famed Mamba uh, competitive spirit was already on display that day back oh, at, at the dunk contest, right? People people tend to forget he had 30 in that little uh, the little rookie game, man, and, and it was you know I think they ended up giving Allen Iverson. MVP for that in, in, in 97, but Kobe had 30 that game, so he, he could have probably walked away with two two trophies that night. I bet. And then a couple years later, he's at the All-Star game in Madison Square Garden waving Carmelone off the block saying, let me take it. I mean, unbelievable. There's a new sheriff in town. Damn straight. His name is not Reggie Hammond. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm dating myself now. No, look, uh, Darvin, I, I used to call your sports center highlights with Stuart Scott. I, I mean, uh, yes, we're, we're both dating ourselves, Darvin. Absolutely. No doubt about that. I've got the new Lakers head coach, Darvin Ham, here on, on the Rich Eisen Show. So, again, you, you've been in that building before as an assistant. Now you are, are the head coach uh, of the Los Angeles Lakers with, oh, my gosh, what a crossroads uh, as well for you to find yourself with this franchise. What do you just writ large consider your main job there first up well, for you? Well, it, it's to get us back to defending, um, to get everybody back on the same page, sharing the load and everything for me where I've been in the last nine years working on the coach, but, you know, we've prided ourselves on defense. You know, offense is subjective. I mean, you, you basically going to, play offense based on the type of weapons you have on that side of the ball. But defense is something you can get right damn near every night. And uh, it's more objective. Uh, So the biggest thing for us from transition defense to half-court defense, pick-and-roll defense, to defend without fouling and to finish defensive possessions with a defensive rebound and hold teams to only one shot, that's going to be a big chunk of the focus uh, to get us back to defending because – it's hard as hell when you're giving up bucket after bucket after bucket, and then now offensively you have to come down and play against a set defense every time. Like you're just putting a lot of pressure on yourself, and even still, you know it's just the willingness to defend, the appetite to defend, and the consistency to defend. I mean, it's that's something we're going to be harping on throughout. And so, what was your first conversation with LeBron like? And I'm assuming you've communicated this, right? Absolutely. I mean, we, 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 man, we talked, we laughed, just his excitement through the phone. I mean, was, was, was mind blowing, man. It it was just, it was all positive. And, you know, we talked a few times and then he hit me with a text just to get some idea, uh, how, you know, what our program is going to look like, what our system on both sides of the ball is going to look like. And, in proper form, I hit him with all the defensive stuff in the long text first and hit him with all the offense after that. And um, it's been great, man. He and I have been commuting as recently as yesterday. You know, it's, it's, he and I have been in constant communication. Same with Russ, same with AD. Russ and AD both I've gotten to have one-on-one dinners with uh, since I've been here, and all of that has been positive. And, again, I told him I'm going to challenge him defensively. And, try to do what I can to manage their minutes and manage their bodies so we can be stronger as the season gets longer. And uh, player health is at the top, another thing that's at the top of my priority list. Uh, just just being able to have those guys and well-conditioned, uh, being efficient with, again, how, how, how we use them, how we, uh, their usage rates and how we practice, how we do shoot-arounds, um, off days, all of that. So, it's it's going to be a, it's a wholehearted plan that that's been proven to be effective and that which involves everything being connected. Darvin Ham, Lakers head coach, new head coach, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. You mentioned Anthony Davis. I'm sure you heard the conversation over the last 72, 90 hours involving this stellar player um, and champion from a couple of years ago. Uh, him saying he has not picked up a basketball or had not since April 5th, and that set off alarm bells with a lot of people as an indication as to maybe dedication or love for the game. I wonder what your take on that situation is, Darvin Well, I feel the exact opposite. Being a guy that played 
eight years in the league and had deep playoff runs with teams, there's that time at the end of the year um, that that you have to uh, take care of your body. You know, all the pounding, the jumping, the running, especially when you, you've dealt with an array of injuries like Anthony has. You know, it, it's you have to take time for your body, focus on your body, um, and that's what he's doing. You know what I mean? Picking up a basketball, uh, that usually happens in the middle of the summer. Now, you, you may do some spot shooting or whatever, but as in, in terms of the, the pounding and the hard workouts and the grueling workouts on the court, I mean, that's usually pushed back toward the middle of the summer. That's just a general NBA player's uh, principle, um, just to get that time to get your body back feeling well, to get your body stronger in different areas, to strengthen your mobility, your agility. And uh, the court will come later. You have to have a functional body in order to be able to improve your game on the court. So I think he has his priorities in order. I don't put too much weight on, you know, that the, the firestorm that went on with, with that comment being made. But I know he's in a good place mentally. I know he's in a good place physically. Uh, just saw him at dinner with him last night. And it was a great, great dinner. Almost lasted three hours, just he and I. And, uh, going over some stuff, watching a little film, having a great meal. and He's in a great place, and I'm, I'm totally comfortable with, with this process. Well, and you had mentioned uh, moments ago, uh, Coach Ham, about player health being a, a crucial aspect of what your goal is to bring to the Lakers. And I'm sure you've heard Barkley's referred to Anthony Davis. His nickname is Street Clothes. Um, how do you prevent that? How, like, what plan can you put into place to – avert what has taken Anthony Davis and the Lakers in general out the last couple of years? Well, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that some people experience, you know, more of an injury bug than others, but sometimes it's just something, some things that are out of your control. What we can't control is what he's doing now. He's with a team of strength coaches and, and, and experts on, on how the body should function and, He's locking step with us here and our training staff with what we have going on. Uh, actually, one of his guys that's working with him is a part of our training staff. So just, just again, step by step, um, not being in a hurry, maximizing each day, but also being aware of what needs to be strengthened and what needs to be maintained. And, uh, you know, the, the naysayers are going to say what they have to say. I have a ton of respect for Charles and uh, what he's accomplished throughout his career. But sometimes injuries are things that you can't you can't control. And uh, the best thing you can do is, again, you know, prepare yourself, take that time off in all season to strengthen yourself so, you know, you, you can alleviate that problem. There's a couple more uh, things to bounce off you here. Darvin Ham, head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, w- one of the other narratives about this team um, involving Russell Westbrook is that last year it was proven, despite the limited amount of time he, LeBron, and Anthony Davis were all healthy and playing together, just not workable, not workable. And then to hear you come in um, talking about defense first, and that's the mentality and sacrifice. Uh, the sense is certainly around this town. Good luck with that with with Russ. So I'll give that to you and your reaction to that narrative about his um, ability to win and work under the current construct of the roster of the Lakers with you, Darvinham. Yeah, well, I think it's a, a, a great question first and foremost, but. At the end of the day, you know, he and I talked about this over the phone, face-to-face, when we had dinner as well. Um, it, it's a lot. Like, the sacrifice is not only from Russ, but from AD, from Bron, from 
everybody, all our young guys, Stanley Johnson, Austin Reed, William Gabriel, all these guys, and whoever we, we should add to our roster as we go forward through the summer, um, you gotta, we got to hang our hat on the defensive end. And, and it's going to be a simple but yet sophisticated plan to where they're going to know what they're supposed to do night in and night out. And obviously, you know, you're going to have your adjustments you make ten by, team by team. But Russ's energy, his tenacity, and, you know, his ability to attack the game with speed and force, we're not asking them to change any of that. We just want to redirect that energy into this new system. And he's going to be able to, like, just I'm going to unleash him. Like, he's going to have to make his mark on the defensive end. We're going to get back to the fundamentals of things and just coming out with effort. And I, he, he assured me and he set some goals for himself on that side of the ball that we're going to make sure it's carried out. And then offensively, just being able to move him around and have him attack from different areas and not just speeding the ball up, facing three defenders and transitioning, trying to break through a wall of defense, you know, having him run off the ball with his, you know, improved running habits, having him a screener more and pick and roll, rolling and catching the ball in the half row and being able to pick teams apart as a secondary passer and playmaker. Um, and he's also going to do what he does, you know, in transition. We want him to get out and run and put pressure on the defense, and put pressure on the rim. So it's, it's, I think it's a workable plan. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer. I have the utmost respect for him and what he brings to the game. And like again, we're all going to sit down and make sure we're on the same page. But the load will definitely be shared. It's not going to be a situation when everything is falling all on his shoulders. Everybody's going to have to participate. And I assume you know you're uh, from your years of of playing expertise. You, your head's on a swivel. You got good peripheral vision. Do you see him out to your left when? at your opening press conference when you were being asked about him and talking about him? You Did know you what? I, just, I, I, found, I actually found out. I saw him before the press conference right. and I talked. So I knew he was in the building somewhere, but I didn't see, you know, any of his <laughs> body language or anything. But I've known Russ for a long time. And, you know, we have a great rapport and always been great, even with me coaching on different teams and them playing for different teams. Uh, he and I, it's, it's not, you know, hard for us to get along. We're, you know, I was a hard-nosed player that, didn't take any crap, and he's the same way. <laughs> and so we 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 hit it off instantly years ago. But uh, you know, again, he know he he knows the thing that he knows about me that he's come to learn quickly. I'm a straight shooter. Like he's always going to know where he stands, and I'm I'm not a silly guy that succumbs to out not outside noise, and I'm not abrasive and stubborn where it only has to be my way of doing things. Like I have a plan, and that plan will be share it with them and him specifically and it's not going to be about your way their way his way is going to be the best way of doing things and he and i talked but yeah it was great to have him in the building and uh have that support from him last one for you coach darvin ham of the los angeles lakers here on the rich eisen show uh we mentioned uh things that you can control you can't control uh say anthony davis getting hurt um you can you can modify things to try and avoid that so control issues are always uh what's been discussed here certainly in recent years about los angeles lakers head coaches in this town um, and is it true you have control uh, over your staff that you get to choose who's on your staff and that's your choice, Darvin Ham? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. They, you know, they trust. I've played for, worked with, and worked for some tremendous, tremendous NBA coaches. And, uh, 
you know, I've, I've been around the league since 96, and so it's 26 years now. Uh, but I know some great basketball minds. And so coming into this and having worked for a guy who was under pop for 20 years before he got his first shot, being with him, that guy being Mike Budenholzer, being with him since his first day as a head coach mm-hmm. up until now um, from Atlanta to Milwaukee, and to, to sit back and watch how he constructed his his staff. And Quentin Snyder is a great, great friend of mine. We talk very, very often, uh, multiple times per month, and to see how he put together his staff and Taylor Jenkins and so on and so forth, all these guys that I'm close with within the business, um, it, it's, it's no doubt that what, what I laid out and the, the list of candidates to fill different slots on my staff, uh, that they were uh, – it, it made them more able to trust me in, in that decision-making process. And, you know, we had some great coaches, young coaches, that uh, we kept on board, Phil Handy, mm-hmm. Quentin Crawford, and, and uh, Jason Pesteric, and, and our video coordinator, Drew. I mean, we, we have some great young talent already in the fold. You know, it didn't work out for Frank, but Frank, I have the utmost respect for Frank Vogel. And he uh, he did a great job in, in selecting some of these coaches that are still here with me today. So, yes, short short answer, yes. Okay, and what about uh, the, the, the word has always been about too many chefs in the kitchen, certainly in, in meetings, coaches' meetings prior to games. Do you get to decide who from the front, Lakers' front office gets to be in those as well, Darvin Ham? I'm, I'm big on communication, so... Yeah, our coaches, we're going to lock in, my staff and I lock in and do what we need to do. Um, but at the same time, if anything needs, if there's any questions about what we're about to do or any questions about what we did in practice or shoot around or what happened in a game, my door is always open. And those situations I prefer to have one-on-one as opposed to having something be taken out of context by somebody just listening to a, 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 set, a brainstorming session with my staff. So. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, my door is always open. Our communication lines are, are very open here within the building. Is Rashid, uh, he's, he's rumored to be one of your uh, assistants. Are you bringing in Sheed? Is he your your fellow champion? I can't, from confirm, the... I can't confirm or deny that, Rich. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like he's, it. Definitely, he's definitely a candidate, though, I'll tell you that. Okay. And do you speak to Larry Brown often? Your champion yeah, head I coach? I talked to Coach, and, and I feel bad because you know, since all of this happened, it's been a total whirlwind i've had to change my damn phone number it's it's been crazy (laughs) but uh you know i expected it but uh i gotta catch up with coach i owe coach a phone call he's been a very instrumental figure in me and my thought process and being on this side of it being an 11 year nba assistant coach and now head coach so i'm definitely going to tap into that resource him george carl bernie bickerstaff i've already talked to bernie So uh, I need uh, Larry and George Carlson. I love it. Hey, Coach Ham, I appreciate it. You said you had dinner with uh, Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. I assume there is a standing Taco Tuesday invite for you, um, I'm assuming. Is that is that safe to assume that for you? Yeah, we'll get to it at some point. Okay. Yeah, it's safe, definitely safe to assume. Because I'll keep an eye peeled to at King James for a photograph of that with some red wine glass emojis. I look forward to seeing all that. Then I'll know everything's cool in the neighborhood here. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And then look for my call again. I'm more than happy to send a car down the street for you next time if you want to come you know in what? here. I'll just walk, man. You just have somebody waiting for me at the okay. door. Okay. Now that's the hard-nosed Darvin Ham I thought I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Coach. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been too long. That's Darvin Ham here, the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. 
on the Rich Eisen Show. That was a lot of fun. That was great. Got a lot of information there, huh? Good. Uh, let's hit a little bit. Let's uh, let's let's marinate. Let's think about that. We'll come back talk about that a little bit. Hour number three, Levante, David, uh, T.J. Jefferson uh, as well. When we come back here, you've got your uh, your top players in the history of all teams in the AFC East yes. to hit on. Yes, uh, Lamar Jackson spoke today about oh, his contract. Did. Yeah, we've got all that to shoehorn in over the next hour and twenty minutes on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here in the Rich Eisen Show, Callaway Rogue Irons. The Rogue ST Irons come in four different offerings. All of them are made the only way this iron can be made, and it's no other iron is made this way with artificial intelligence on high-strength 450 steel. Unbelievable. You can actually feel the difference when you swing this stick. I use the Rogue ST Max. There's four different offerings depending on your your style of game or how good you are widest range of players is what the st max fits because the refined game shaping game improvement shaping and also incredible combination of speed forgiveness all around performance mid to single the low to mid single digit handicappers rogue st pro is the one for you callaway's best game improvement model is max os the max os light is their most most Forgiving high launch iron, wider soles, increased lofts in a lightweight package for players with slower swing speeds. So if you've got uh, your dad or your grand, your granddad might need these sticks. I'm telling you, perfect time for you go to check things out in time for Father's Day. No other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find your Rogue ST irons at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. That's why I mentioned dads and granddads. It's Father's Day, obviously. These are terrific for Great weekend. Great women weekend. as well. Uh, Callaway Rogue Irons. So, everybody, what did you think of Darvin Ham right there? I, I, I uh, Impressive. I can see why I, he got the gig. It's been a hot exactly. coaching name for a couple years now. You could see why he's yeah, got the gig. Totally. He's got the gig because he's got a plan. And who better to, who better to deal with whatever might need being dealt with on a goat like LeBron and a future Hall of Famer in Russell Westbrook at a crossroads of his career. There's just no other way to put it. 
a crossroads of his career. And Anthony Davis, as terrific as he is, how do you make them all work together? There's a plan. Anybody who sits here and th- – I mean, they, they could trade Westbrook if the, the right deal comes along, new league year begins at the end of this month. I don't know what that right deal could possibly be, but for the moment, he's going out to dinner with these guys, having a good time, creating a rapport. He's got a championship ring in his pocket. He's a guy who had to go to Spain to continue his career. He's coached Kobe. He competed against Kobe. He tried to take a slam dunk championship from Kobe. That was a fun story. You know, I mean, he's he's got he's got a lot going for him. And very, very good with the media, which you have to be here in Los Angeles, California. I feel better about the Lakers after having spoken to him than, than, than spoken to him beforehand. I know that basketball's got to be played, Christopher. And I know, TJ, you're yeah. a Clipper fan. You want to hate this man, but... Yeah, it's like I, he says all the right things. He makes you want to root for him. But I got to boo that man come, come this fall. And, you know, I, I don't want to have to do it, but I got to do it. I mean, he, it, it's a great plan for Russell Westbrook. The plan, the issue is, is yes. when, does, when, when rubber meets road, plan hits hardwood, what happens? He's 28% you know. from three, then what? But clearly his relationship with Frank Vogel was fractured, mm-hmm. uh, irreparably damaged. And Ham comes in with a different approach. Yep. Got to see. I mean, I think the roster needs a little bit more uh, construction and fine-tuning, and then we'll see what it looks like, you know, October. But a championship this year? That is a... I would say uh, it's a long shot. It's a good chat with him right there. I, I really that. enjoyed chatting with him. I did too. Yeah. And <laughs> he brought up Gund Arena. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. And he had, to, he had to overcome not just the young Kobe Bryant, the young brash Kobe Bryant in that slam dunk championship and Ray Allen trying to prove that he had as much hops Ray as he Allen. did have shooting game. But um, to try and beat yeah. Bobby Sura in oh. that building with all the Cavs fans rooting for Bob Sura. When he said Gundarina, I was like, oh, that's why Bob Sura was in the yeah. gun contest. <laughs> <laughs> I witnessed a few games at the gun. Uh, hometown arena. You've with been it, to that arena? With Ashton? No, not with Ashton. <laughs> this is pre-Ashton. You drove pre-Ashton. from Altoona to, to Gund? Yeah. What were you doing? Is that what you did? Yeah. Well, Pittsburgh. Oh. How long of a drive? <laughs> like, not even two hours. Oh, okay. Oh, but... <laughs> Oh, wow. That's a long drive from the East Coast exactly, all the way to Cleveland. Exactly. That's you. Exactly. Let me just Why explain to you. Exactly. This is now an open. The Wait, open case that? has now been shut. What is so funny it about that? It has been shut. You can't live on the East Coast and if dri- you're only driving two hours to Cleveland. Or nobody drives to Cleveland like, from the East Coast. I'm saying this Pittsburgh. One thing I can tell you, <laughs> having grown up on the East Coast, and by East Coast, I mean on an island surrounded by water, <laughs> including the body of water that is the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. As somebody who grew up there, one thing I never heard from my buddies in Staten Island, <laughs> ever, or yeah. Queens, or Brooklyn, or Manhattan, or the Bronx, Never heard. Hey, who's driving to Cleveland? Hey, you driving guys, to Cleveland? What are you guys doing this weekend? Who's driving, to, driving Cleveland? to Cleveland? Anybody driving to Cleveland? But what? There wasn't even in the realm of possibility of driving to Cleveland. You act like that's across the country. It's like a six-hour drive from. And by the way, growing up where I grew six up, I never heard of Staten Island. Let him respond. So I mean, that's only like a six-hour drive. 
So let's not make it seem like... This is like, over. This conversation is over. It's never over. The whole over. idea that you grew up on the East Coast. You I grew did. up in the Eastern Times, though. Look, I went to my doctor yesterday, and we were talking. I found out he was from Philadelphia. And, now, that's East Coast. And, and then he said... There's a bridge. Coast. There's bridges that go over bodies of water it's that are somehow, water. some way, connected to the Atlantic Ocean. You're not going to make me change my mind on this. That's a drive. The Jersey Shore people in the Jersey Shore, which is the East Coast, say, let's drive to Philadelphia. It's you know right, why? Because it's Chris, a half an hour. Because you like to chime in on this. What? Let me ask you what's more true. Who drives to is, Cleveland? Is Pennsylvania East Coast or is Staten Island New York? Which one do you think oh, no, no, would no, more people? Don't try and turn it. Don't no, try well, and turn it. try to turn it? Because that's always the thing. Him with you. No, like, him with me because he's, he, he, he's trying to troll on me. There are five boroughs of New York City. I'm one of them saying. is Staten Island. Every single Wikipedia to an actual institution. Encyclopedia will tell you that. Thank Do not you. deflect. Do you know, Chris, growing up on anybody on the East Coast, anybody who's ever said, hey, let's drive to Cleveland and see a basketball what game. What does tonight. that have to do with it? It though. shows that you are an East Coast or Eastern time zone, nah, and man. this is amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Never knew a Darvin Ham conversation would go in this direction. You know, it's fantastic. It's an eight-hour drive from Staten Island Please. to Cleveland. We've never thought about it. <laughs> you know why? Because we're on the East Coast, and Cleveland is not. Never thought about driving to Staten Island. It's in the Eastern time zone. You know. Shout out to the Wu-Tang. (laughs) Wu-Tang. Great segment, guys. Oh, man, that was tremendous. It was good until the end. Good job. You know, then you ruined it. Yeah, didn't ruin anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so here's here's our um, plan. A plan. Yes, third hour. First up is Levante David of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just love catching up with him. What's going on? Going on. How you doing? Has he talked to Tom? What's going on with Tom? Out of your mother Do you have any of Tom's new underwear? Well, did that? Did did, the, did his tweet get forty thousand? Whatever he was oh, looking it for did. to, because uh, he was going to recreate oh, know. those. D- does is, does Tom give new golf? Where does he give it out to his teammates? I mean, we'll take some. Well, we're not his teammates. Not yet. So, um, got to ask Levante David about all of that. Todd Bowles being the HC now. There's lots to talk about. Lamar Jackson has talked, and he's talked about his contract and his future with the Baltimore Ravens. T.J. Jefferson has a list of people who he believes is the greatest players in the history of the franchises um, uh, named on his list. The AFC East is first up. You're going to get all 32 franchises in. That's the plan. I know. I've, I have maybe a feeling. I know. I know, who, I know who my Bills would be. My Bill would be my Dolphin, my Jet, and. Um, my pay. The Patriot is just, we could just skip it. I think the Bills is the toughest one Not at to all. decide. Not at all. Really? Not at all. Oh. I think that's a tough one. Not at all. All right. There's one all-time great by far. By far and away at his position. Yeah, Joe Ferguson. Okay. Thank you. Mark Kelso. <laughs> Fred Jackson. <laughs> um, nope. None of them. Cornelius Bennett. Cornelius Bennett was a terrific football player who has a Hall of Fame candidacy that he could put on a piece of paper. Biscuit. Good and nick- submit. Good nickname. Um, so that's coming up. And then uh, we get Brockman all ready. Maybe we should spend the last two minutes uh, just meditating no. for tonight oh, yeah. for okay, him. Okay, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, because I do have an idea that the Celtics should have done yeah. for the night. Okay. We can get to that. I like it. I like all of these. These are great. Best idea wins, as Brian Cranston once said yes. on this program. <laughs> Best idea wins. Best idea wins. He'll, Brian Cranston also said something about you doing steroids, too. So, Well, I was actually on a steroid that day because <laughs> yeah. it's just uh, uh, I forgot what I Something like that. Yeah, I forgot what I was on. <laughs> or were you rehabbing like a hamstring? Something or? happened to me and I needed a yeah. steroid. I forget. Yeah. 
Do we test for those here? Oh, that's HR, Chris. You would. We do not test for steroids. Oh, okay. uh, HR. I got harassed on Twitter by a member of the staff last <laughs> night. 